we always say to families, start off with something simple. You know, if you've got a couple of children or two or three children, give them, you know, a different, a couple of pots each um, and try maybe different vegetables or, you know, different herbs for one and see, you know, measure who grows fastest. And it gives them a sense of responsibility that they have to take care of those plants. You know, you have to go out, you have to water them, you have to take care of them. That was Sharon, who joins us on the podcast today. She's from Gary the Gardener, which is a a children's inspirational YouTube channel um, where you can go and find out what Gary's up to. A fantastic one to check out. Really, really good. So around the nursery, it's very, very hot. Um, today, it's 28 degrees, making some of the greenhouses uh, around about 35, if, if not more. So outside work is in order. Um, we haven't got many people in the greenhouses, although we have to go in for watering and stuff like that, but we do that early in the morning. So if you're out and about in your garden and you're struggling with the watering, um, even though certainly in our area there's no hose pipe ban, a lot of people don't like to, to water too much. Um, one tip I'd say is top dress the plants. Um, so that means getting something like grit or bark um, and just covering the soil. Um, works particularly good with pots, but you can do it all over the ground. Um, and it's amazing how much moisture that will hold in. Specifically, if you're about to go on holiday, that will help your neighbours not have to, to water as much um, and hopefully will will help the plants. Um, it's amazing how much moisture even just one little layer of grit or bark can, can hold in. So I would definitely say that's well worth doing. Um, so without further ado, let's start the podcast. Hi, you're listening to Plants and Me podcast that is all about plants, gardening, and the people who are passionate about them with your host, Alan Lodge. Welcome to the podcast, Sharon. Thank you, Alan. Nice to be here. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us on what we just were mentioning in a very, very hot day. (laughs) Very hot indeed. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what you do. Okay, well, basically, um, we've just relaunched our Gary the Gardener character just a month ago. Um, but Gary actually came into being a lot sooner than that. He was uh, originally came into being around 2005, actually. Um, my brother and I, John and myself, uh, we come from a long line of entertainers, not gardeners, I hasten to add, although um, we did get a lot of inspiration from our mother and our uncle, who was her brother, because they were very, very good gardeners. And... Basically, we were entertainers for many years, and we also toured schools with a theatre company that promoted healthy eating. Mm. And um, it really came about from there because the the show was extremely successful that we toured around schools, promoting the healthy eating. We had fabulous results. You know, we, we taught children that it wasn't just about fast food. It was about healthy food options. And then we started to explain, like, where the food came from. Mm. And from that, we created this character called Gary the Gardener. And then we we wrote a whole show for him. So it's all original songs as well. But we went into schools with this character. And the whole show promoted gardening, so growing your own food. And the, 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 lo- the slogan for the company is growing towards a better future. And so that was the whole ethos of the company, so that children learnt where their food came from. And they also learnt that they could grow some of their food to eat. Mm. And that was hugely successful as well. 
Um, we basically only stopped doing the shows at that time because after many years, because there was a big change in government, big cutback, and, you know, the work just died for a while. So we kind of like closed the company down at that point and moved on. But um, as I said, this year we decided to resurrect Gary, but going for social media, YouTube this time. So that's basically how we've come to be relaunching Gary at the moment. Mm. Mm. And you, you mentioned uh, you've got a, an entertaining uh, background. That's, that's yourself and your brother, is it? Yeah, and it was also our parents, mm. that's, uh, our mother and father. Back, and I'm talking a long time ago, we were a musical family act, so we all played musical instruments and sang. Um, my mother's parents uh, were both singers and piano players, so we go back that generation as well. Um, and so we, again, we played in theatres and cabaret for many years. But around that time, there was um, a gentleman called Patrick Page, who was a magician, and he said we should do a musical clown act. Mm. And he said to me, you should think about working to children. And he showed me some magic tricks. And it all snowballed from there. So I became a children's entertainer years later when the act all finished. And then John also did that as well separately. And then we decided, well, it was his wife actually said, you two should get together and go around schools doing shows. So we started out just doing things like pirate shows, uh, you know, so they had themes to them. And then basically one day, this was all taken off in schools about the healthy eating, you know, they had to get children to eat a healthier diet. So we just sat down and we wrote all original songs and we put it out there to the schools and literally we never stopped work with it. And we had huge success. We had teachers that would come up to us and say, you know, we've got children in our class, nine-year-olds, who've never eaten a piece of fruit in their life. Really? Won't touch the free fruit that we get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And after seeing your show, they've tried the fruit in school today. And, you know, so we had phenomenal success with that. And as I said, from there, though, uh, we, we came up with this character. And we said this would be brilliant for taking into school um, to just inspire children and show children where the food actually comes from because it's amazing how many children don't know where their food comes from. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Um, you know, they just go to supermarkets, they see it all packaged up and they think that's where it comes from, a lot of children, you know. So we decided that, and the whole show is fun. So all our songs were fun-based. The whole ethos of the company was fun-based. So that put it in such a way that children just loved it and wanted to try it. Um, so many schools then started, you know, putting little gardens in their schools and Gary would go around the, the gardens, encourage the children. And it snowballed for there. And as I said, we did that for many, many years. Um, but we just felt, it was last year, we thought, you know, we'd like to resurrect it again. Mm. And John has a daughter, Amelia, and she has two children now. But Charlie, who's four, he, like most little ones today, they know they love their iPads, etc., etc., and he watches children's YouTube channel, and we were fascinated by this, and that's how we thought, why don't we bring back Gary, using Charlie as the superheroes as well, which will again entice children um, and inspire them, and at the moment we're just doing it on very basic colours, counting. We did do some with flower pots, flowers, carrots. We're doing a fruit and vegetable alphabet at the moment. We're going through the alphabet, teaching them, but using fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. But then as the company progresses, what we want to do is do weekly 
actually growing different fruits, vegetables, herbs, and showing the children how to do it. Mm. So that's as the company progresses over the next year, that's what we want to be doing and possibly holding little competitions. So they go on uh, social media and show us their photos of how their plants are growing. So that's where we want to go with the character as the year progresses. Yeah. Excellent. And for people that haven't seen uh, Gary the Gardener on, on YouTube, he's, he's a big, bright, character um really appealing for children but what age group are you you aiming for right when we started the school shows um that went from anything from four up to nine-year-olds we were doing then we've we've aimed the youtube channel at the moment at very very young children so um from toddlers up to probably four or five-year-olds at the moment but we're hoping that as the year expands that we will then introduce simple gardening uh, things, projects, and the parents also, what we also want to do is get the parents involved, because this is something that we were very passionate about when we did the school shows. Um, sometimes we get the schools to bring the parents in so that they could see what the children were learning with the healthy eating and the gardening. Mm. So, because you can't just get the children to do it, you know, it has to come from the parents as well. Yeah, if nothing so, else, they're going to have to get a seed or something like that to encourage it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and not only that, um, it's a great thing for families to do together gardening. Um, you know, a lot of people probably don't you know realise that, but you know, it's a relatively um, cheap project. I mean, it is. You know, you don't have to be very expensive to do it. So it's a cheap project that the family can do together. It's outside. It's healthy. Um, so that's another aspect that we're going to be developing as the character develops down the road, because we really do feel it. You know, it will be a great, great project for families to get involved to together. Mm. And and just listening to you talk about it uh, and watching the YouTube videos, um, mm. you've clearly got a passion for it. Where do you think that comes mm. from? Um, <laughs> a lifetime in show business, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are, you have to be passionate to be in show business. I have to be honest. Um, it's not a career that you go into if you're not a passionate person because, you know, there are many times when you're out of work, when you're not earning money. Um, it is, and you have to love to go on the stage. It's something you have to love doing. Um, our parents, as I said, were both on the stage. Our mother's parents also entertained. So, is it in the genes? I've no idea. <laughs> I just know I love to do it. Um, John and I, obviously, we work together. I mean, we're talking, I was nine when I first went in the act. Um, John was at a very young age when he went in the act. So, you're talking that this is a lifelong thing. We've And we've loved working together, John and I. We get on very well. And as I said, so when we broke the songs together. So, and we just we just have fun with it we've always had fun with it it's always been something that you know it makes you laugh you know you and you feed off the children when you're doing a live show um with with children i mean they've got so much energy so much enthusiasm and you 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 know you work off of that as well so it's a win-win situation really mm. um so that's where that passion comes from and also you know going back to our mother um she was a great cook, but also she loved her garden. But she was on the flower side of gardening, mm. whereas her brother, our Uncle Reg, 
he was on the vegetable side of gardening. In fact, we used to call him Reg the Veg. <laughs> he grow loads of vegetables. Um, but the only flower he ever grew was nasturtiums, which you can eat as well, and mm. he used to. But, um, I mean, he was growing yellow tomatoes, you know, 30-odd years ago when not that many people were growing yellow tomatoes. You know, it's, they're very popular now, but they weren't back then. Mm. So he had a real passion for growing vegetables. Um, so that's where that side of it, I think, came in. Um, and it's, we just know it's so much fun doing these projects as a family, as a group. And we'd like to just promote that and really push that out there, you know, um, because we don't think there's enough of that goes on, especially today. I mean, Charlie looks at his iPad, but he also loves his garden. Um, you know, he's never happier than when he's running around his garden, um, helping with the gardening. And not everybody's got a big garden. We appreciate that fact as well. But one of the things we did in our school show was we were saying even window boxes. You know, you can garden indoors as well as outdoors. You don't have to be outdoors to do some gardening. So that's also as the project progresses, that's another thing that will be going down that avenue, you know. Mm. gardening indoors window boxes um or even trying to get allotments yeah you know although that's not easy to get these days <laughs> no well fun, fun no. enough actually the uh uh from certainly in this area the waiting lists have gone down a lot it almost appears to have peaked and potentially is on its way back down as a few people took on allotments and then realized how much work they can be they don't have to yeah, be yeah. a huge amount of no. work but if you try and do too much they are, are definitely yeah. too much work. So yeah. we're coming up to the summer holidays. Um, there'll be loads and loads of children uh, looking to do activities and things like that and parents looking to, to encourage that. Have you got any mm. tips on what, what they could start with? Yeah, we always say keep it simple. We say that with everything. Never, it's not like you've just said with the allotment. Mm. You can absolutely swamp yourself by trying to do too much too, too soon. Uh, one of the things we like um, to grow and, you know, we get Charlie growing a herbs like, you know, basic herbs, parsley, things like that. Um, just so that if you want to start and tomato plants, tomato plants are fairly easy to um, work on. And again, with tomato plants, you can, you can grow them inside as well as out. You don't have to have them outdoors. So we always say try for simple things to start with. Um, then we also say more the winter time, put in the daffodil bulbs, you know, just we encourage them to do like a pot or with different bulbs in and to watch them. I mean, they are so fascinated when they start to see the bulbs and the seeds come through. I mean, that's the children. I mean, they're terribly impatient. They think they're going to come up the next day. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. But again, that's another thing, teaching them patience, Mm. that things take time. So we always say to families, start off with something simple. You know, if you've got a couple of children or two or three children, give them you know, a different, a couple of pots each um, and try maybe different vegetables or, you know, different herbs for one and see, you know, measure who's grows fastest. And it gives them a sense of responsibility that they have to take care of those plants. You know, you have to go out, you have to water them, you have to take care of them. So, so that's what we always say to people. Keep it simple. Don't try and do too much too soon. And then gradually, once that interest grows, then they can move on to bigger and better things in their gardens you know but definitely keep it simple to start with yeah and certainly i i always suggest when you especially when you're talking about reasonably young children um 
you're right. They're absolutely fascinated with things like bulbs and stuff like that. But potentially, um, you may disagree, which is fine. They're not necessarily the best things to start. Maybe the best thing to start would be something that reacts quite quickly. Would you agree with that? Mm. Oh, definitely. The faster you can make it grow, the better for little children, definitely. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at it every 10 minutes. Yes, it's grow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cool. in our first episode, I think it was our first episode, was it the Thor? No, it was the first, Spider-Man, I think it was. Well, it might have been the second episode with Thor. But the, oh, was it Captain America? Captain America, there we are. <laughs> Trying to get my heroes right here. We grow carrots, but literally, uh, like, he's putting the seeds in, and the next minute the carrots are there. Obviously, because we're just, at the moment, we're trying to get, we're pushing colours, numbers, mm. etc. But, obviously, that is not how it happens. So, we will do that. What we're going to do in future episodes is, actually like grow different pots, you know, put the seeds in, explain how to do it. And then, you know, we'll do it on a progression week by week, you know, as the seedlings come up, you know, singing them out, potting them on, you know, so that will come as the time goes. But Mm. um, just for now, we want to get it launched and up and running. And also, I don't know if you're into social media, but um, Mm. it was a new format for us, but you have to build your platform, you have to get your subscribers, and this is how you build your channel. Yes. Um, so uh, this is this is all new to us. It is a different form of um, entertainment that we're not used to, you know. But um, we do have Amelia's husband, Daniel. He's very younger generation, so he's helping us with all of that side of it. And um, But as I said, eventually we want to do like week by week by week by week and watching the plants grow and, you know, how you pop them on how you move them on you know so that you get them to grow and then composting pesticides not pesticides but you know pest control Mm -hmm. how you keep the pests down so you don't lose all your plants because there's nothing worse than you put your plants out and the next day they're all gone (laughs) so yes yes without (laughs) a doubt so and for little children that's devastating well for our big children that's devastating isn't it (laughs) when you put your plants out and the next day they're gone but um so, yep, so that's, that's, no, I agree with you. The, the quicker you can get the plants to grow for little children, the better. Yeah, mm. definitely, Alan. <laughs> and and how about you and gardening? You've got a garden? Yes, I have a garden. John has a garden. And actually, Amelia and Daniel, they live in our parents' old house. Our parents are not with us anymore. Um, but they live in the bungalow. And that, that bungalow, the garden, was our mum's pride and joy. So it was stunning. And so Amelia says now she wants to get the garden back to how it was, uh, which literally was full of flowers. And But in her younger days, mum also had a, a vegetable patch there. But as she got older, she gave the vegetable patch up. But, I mean, she would grow runner beans and um, oh, loads and loads of vegetables. And our uncle, as I say, he just loved vegetable gardening. He used to do courgettes, marrows, oh, runner beans, carrots, parsley, oh, you name it. He grew it. He just mm-hmm. loved it. Um, so I'm not into vegetables so much, mainly because I don't have a lot of time. So mine mainly is uh, flowers. I've got a lot of pots and things like that. So we've got a, a lawn, a lot of lawn. <laughs> but that's my husband's department. I don't cut the grass. <laughs> but all the pots and um, the, the beds, they're down, they're down to my work. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lovely hobby to have, isn't it? It's a lovely thing to do. It gets you outside. Mm. keeps you active that's yeah. a very good thing as well yeah, yeah. and um, you mentioned your your mother's garden uh, a couple of times mm. there have you got an earliest yeah. memory of that 
Um, well, we we grew up in London, so the house we had in London, um, that was my uncle used to come around and do the garden as well. So from there was a great big huge tree in the middle of the garden. So from there down to the end of the garden was the vegetable patch. That was his domain, and um, and then from like the house to the tree, that was the grass and the flowers. And that was mum's domain. So, <laughs> apart from the nasturtium, which he absolutely insisted on growing over this big trellis that we had. And every summer that was covered in nasturtiums. It was incredible. Um, I think if he'd entered them, they probably were prime in nasturtiums. It was stunning. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, so that was the London garden. But then when they retired, they moved down to Essex. They moved to Rayleigh. And that is when, I mean, her garden was just her then. And it just was her pride and joy. She was out there morning, noon, and night. Dad built her a little greenhouse, and everything she grew, um, she might have bought a packet of seeds originally, but then each year she took the seeds and the cuttings, and then she never bought anything else. It was she was she knew what she was doing. Mm. You know, she would uh, everything was, you know, if she bought geraniums, that was it. They were all cuttings, so that next year she had her geraniums. Um, marigolds, cornflowers, they were her favourite flowers. Um, and she used to grow parsley. She used to love to grow her own parsley and herbs as well. That was the only vegetables later in life that she still grew. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just, I can always, we've got memories of mum in the garden. You mm. know, that's what she loved to do. That was where she was happiest, was in her garden. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Apart you... from when she was singing on stage, she did love that as well. <laughs> And you mentioned Rayleigh, that's literally a stone's throw from where I'm sitting now. Yes, yes, yeah. I know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah not they, far at all. Um, it, it's lovely, Rayleigh. It's still got that old fashioned high street, hasn't it? And, it has. um, it's lovely, lovely. Well, so is Wickford. Yeah, I think you're in Wickford, aren't you? Is it Wickford? Yes, yeah, in... yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's still got that lovely, um, not mass produced, let's put it that way. Mm. You know, it's not one of these big, uh, big centres. And it's, it's a lovely, um, good feel to the high streets, yeah. I find, in those places. Yeah. yeah. And you were mm. saying your mum would, uh, would would keep things uh, from year to year, and that that type of gardening mm. isn't done as much as it ever used to be. There clearly are people no. out there who do. Yeah, that, that type of memory, and uh, by the sounds of it, you were running in and out of the garden. Certainly, you've got memories of it, so you're obviously in mm. there from time to time. Um, mm. is, does that really spur you on when you make these videos and give you a bit of inspiration? Yes, it did, and also when we wrote the original show, because mum was still alive then. Um, and so was our uncle. No, no, he wasn't. He'd passed by then. Um, but mum was still alive. And yeah, that was a big, big inspiration for it. And also the whole beauty show, because um, when we grew up, there were no processed meals at all. I mean, you had a shepherd's pie. Mother cooked the shepherd's pie from yeah. scratch, you know. Um, and so I think that was another factor for the healthy eating show, you know, that it is easy to make these type of meals and, you know, they are healthy and, you know, there are so many healthy options that do not take that long to prepare and cook. So I think that was a big inspiration behind it, the fact that that's how we've been brought up and, you know, she was, I mean, she would never have said she was um, like these chefs with all the cordon bleu cooking. She was, she was adamant. She was nothing like that, but it was good. I suppose you call it old fashioned home cooking. Mm. Um, but, so we, we took from that and the fact that both her and her brother were so interested in the gardening. Um, I mean, we wrote the Gary the Gardener book and we dedicated that to um, Uncle Reg because 
he was always in the garden. It was, you never saw him, especially because he used to come round our house every day. He'd finish his work and, went, and then he'd come round and he was just always in our garden, whistling. He always whistled and sang when he was in the garden <laughs> as well. Always. Um, so you have that memory. And so that's, I suppose, that is what we try to instill in Gary the Gardener because, um, if you've listened to the song, there's a song and, you know, Gary's singing in his garden. So I suppose that subconsciously because Uncle Reg was always singing in the garden. Mm. So it, it's gone on from there. And, um, you know, it's just, I think that's where all the inspiration definitely came from, from their love of gardening and just the good home cooking that, you know, and, and I mean, we always had fresh vegetables, you know. I mean, I can remember when peas were in season, you all sat there with the peas and you shelled them. You know, you pop the pods and out come the peas. I don't know if children do that today. Uh, I don't think not. adults do that today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, no. Clearly that we, does we, happen, uh, but it, yeah, it's quite yeah. interesting how uh, I can, uh, and I won't name any names, I, I can think of uh, some people of my age, so I'm coming towards 40, I'm 38, um, mm. who were surprised to see um, a daffodil come back and they wanted to know who planted it in their garden. Um, Good heaven. <laughs> so sometimes we do get, uh, and I'm talking about very intelligent people. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. It's There's definitely, and it's something that... Um, I've spoke to my parents about who who are in our business. I've spoken to to them about and various other people how it it is relatively concerning. Um, mm. Now, if we lo- lost amateur gardening entirely, I think I think the the country would suffer and certainly the skills would suffer. But that's often mm-hmm. where your professional gardeners who are growing our food, who are teaching us how to cook, uh, who are uh, sort of effectively feeding the country they often come from learning in their their own garden from their parents and if that's not happening Mm. it does make you wonder what the future holds yes yes i agree um as i say we were quite shocked when we first went to schools with the healthy eating to discover how little children knew about where their food came from Mm. i mean it was it really was quite um amazing i think Um, there's a relatively famous um uh, survey they did with inner city um, children, I think in London, about where milk comes from, and the top mm. answer was Tesco's. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yes. Mm. Um, it's because that is all they see, mm. um, you know. And I think as well, yes, when you drive out into the countryside, you do see cows in the field still, but you don't see that. I don't think you see that as much. No. I, I remember when we used to be in the car and drive down. Um, to the coast in fact we were going to shows I mean you know even when we were younger children we were in the car going to shows and you know as soon as you start to get out of London a little bit you see cows and sheep in fields you don't see that so much now you see it occasionally but nowhere near as much Mm. so maybe that's another reason why children don't realize you know but I think this is another reason why you have to have um, like your blog like what we're doing because you have to get that out there that you can grow your own vegetables and your fruit, and this is where it comes from, you know. And also, if you make it fun, this this is what we found when we first went to do this healthy eating school at this show around the schools. We did have one person say to us, "Oh, it has to be lots of educational facts." Mm. So I did do the first draft with that, and we did it out 
you know, obviously we, we'd work schools ourselves, John and I. So we had a couple of them. We said, would you mind if we just run our show, um, you know, coming to try it and, you know, knock the rough edges off, you know. And literally halfway through the show, we had a little character, a chef character. It's a puppet. He's called Chef Marie. And so John was working him from behind a screen. And I could see the children. They were losing it because there were too many facts and figures. Mm. And that's not the way when you're trying to inspire them to eat something healthy, that's not the way to do it. You need to make it fun and so they, they want to try it. So we tweaked the show. Uh, we still had lots of facts and figures in there, but we made them in a more fun way to learn about them. And after that, as I say, it just took off. And I think that's the same with Gary. He's such a great, fun character, Gary the Gardener, that he will inspire children to want to try different things and mm. to find out you know, well, eventually as well, obviously we've only just uh, relaunched the company a month ago, but we're hoping to take him back into schools, but maybe not with the show, but just to inspire gardening projects, go in and talk about different gardening projects and to get the school to maybe start different gardening projects up and then he can go back on a regular basis and check what's happening. Um, so that's down the road as well. We're hoping to do that. So long term, we're hoping it really will inspire a generation because that's what we were hoping with this you know it would be 10 years from now you would have had a generation of children that were eating healthier and know, knowing about where their food came from and how to grow different yeah. plants and vegetables so so we're trying again mm. <laughs> that's it's, what we're trying to do again it's a great yeah. project um it's really really mm. good so so we've got um the summer coming are you able to tell us a little bit what gary might be up to Yep, well, as I said, we're going to be doing, well, when they come back from their holiday, they're on holiday at the moment, Gary, <laughs> on holiday at the moment. Uh, but when they come back, uh, we're going to be filming more episodes and we are going to be looking at contacting some schools. So when the summer term, uh, the, the autumn term starts, you know, maybe approaching a few schools and going into a few local schools. We're not based in Essex. I'm in Surrey, John's in South London. But obviously, because we have the connection to Essex, with Amelia still living there. Um, obviously, we're down there an awful lot. So that's what Gary, we're going to be doing from the autumn onwards. Through the summer, we're just going to be doing more filming um, in the garden that you see in the picture, you know, in the video. Um, and then, as, the, as I say, as the episodes progress, we're also going to start some actual small gardening projects that we want the children to join in with. And, you know, and then using the social media, using the Instagram, the Facebook, you know, obviously their parents will be posting those, but posting their plants as they're growing. And, you know, so that they it's more involved, so that they're involved with what we're doing more. Um, and we think that, you know, that is something that will progress as the months go on. But hopefully during the summer, that's what we're going to be doing making some more of those episodes and then as the months go on they will go up and encourage the children to start growing more themselves to start actually trying the gardening themselves yeah excellent brilliant mm. and so where mm. can people find out more about gary the gardener yep well the base best place at the moment is on the youtube account um which is um youtube.com forward slash gary the gardener once you get onto our YouTube channel, all our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, everything's on there. I think it's Gary.the.gardener for our Instagram and Twitter's at Gary the Gardener. So, and we also have um, one website up, but it's, it's about our company, Sunshine Productions. So it's all about, um, you know, our products 
uh, Gary bought because there's a book, there's a CD, there was a healthy eating CD. Um, so just really to get people encouraged again to, to try these things. So um, that's on sunshineproductionslimited.co.uk. So, yeah, so but definitely if the parents, you know, want to subscribe to the channel and then get the children watching every week because there's an episode goes up every week. We're hoping actually to be putting one goes out every Sunday. We're hoping to do one on Wednesdays as well. Um, because it has, the response has been very good. It's only been up for a month, and the response has been excellent. Um, I think we're heading towards nearly ten thousand views That's on the. Um, it is, you know, on the on the you know, totaled all together for the episode, um, and I think we're getting towards nearly two hundred subscribers. So it's for a month. We're quite pleased with that, mm. and we're also getting some brilliant comments from you know people that have signed up. Um, you know, what a great idea, you know, so creative. And, I mean, to be fair, we haven't even put half the characters up there yet because we've, been, we've introduced Lee Kid Watering Can, but there's also Wonky the Wheelbarrow, Harry Ho, Freddie Falk, there's Reggie Rabbit, obviously named after Uncle Reg. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's very um, cheeky. Um, it's, all, it's all to do with the carrots when we grow the carrots. There's Sprout the Dog. <laughs> Actually named, we think. Um, that was Karen, that was John's wife, named the dog Sprout. So, yeah, there's loads more characters yet to come out. And that's even without, when we were in the Healthy Eating Show, we had all the fruit and veg were we made into puppets. So there were the Vitamin C sisters, the Carrot sisters. There was Bobby Broccoli. Um, oh, blah, 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 Bobby Broccoli. I think of them now, Betty Banana. You know, so there were loads of fruit and veg characters in that show. So they will eventually get put into these videos but as I say it's early days for this for this project you know as I say we had them all from the previous life when we were doing it but this social media life is very different very different but it's very interesting I will say it's a whole new world out there but a very interesting world so I think my generation probably are not so keen to embrace it whereas what fascinated us with Charlie is they're, well, it's like all young people. They're not scared of the technology, so they just go for it, don't they? Mm. And um, and then we saw, you know, what he was watching on YouTube, and it was a lot of it educational-based. And that's when we just all sat down. It was last Christmas, actually. We'd been talking about it for some time, but then we just went, let's do it. Let's resurrect Gary the Carter. So that's what we've done, and we're having great fun with it, and we'll see where it goes, you know. Who knows? Excellent. Yeah, well, yeah. It, like I said, it sounds like a, a fantastic project and uh, anyone who knows anything about YouTube views, uh, that's that's a fantastic amount within a month. Um, it really yeah. is. Um, so that's very, very good and shows a lot of promise and also shows that uh, sometimes people only need a very, very tiny little nudge and, and away they go and they wouldn't mm. be watching them otherwise. Mm. And, and I think as well, because it's, it is such a good subject matter. I mean, you know, I know probably not as many people are involved with gardening. I don't know, some probably are, but I do think this is what we, we're so passionate that we want families to get involved because we know it is such a good family thing to do together. You know, people go in their gardens anyway, you know, they let the children play if they've got a garden, they let them play. So why not fence off a little area, grow some, you know, start to put a little vegetable patch or start with some pots and, and um, you know, little trays and just 
start because the minute you start, the children get fascinated by it. The adults actually do enjoy it. It is an achievement. I, I've still said this. It's such an achievement when you put a seed in, like a tomato seed or something like that, and gradually you get the seedling and then you get the plant mm. and then you eventually get tomatoes on it. Uh, you know, I can remember when I did that for the first time a long, long time ago. You really do get a sense of achievement. Yeah, so do. I think families doing that as a group family activity, you're outside, it's activity, it's exercise. So I think it can only benefit families and young children because definitely this is as much as we do. You know, Charlie does use his iPad. Um, you know, then you're not going to stop that totally. But he's never happier than when he's in that garden. Um, and I think that is, if you instill that in them from an early age, and this is what we said with all our shows, you get them at a very early age and instill that sense of fun and that eating healthily can be fun, growing fruit and vegetables can be fun. That's it. They've got it for life then. Mm. So that's, that's a big inspiration for us to get that out there to the young children definitely yeah excellent and i think uh well you can tell how passionate you are about it and i think that's probably where 50 percent, if not more of the success is coming from to be honest mm, um mm. which is great yeah well we're, we're trying we're trying <laughs> as i said we were successful before with it um but then as i said we, we folded it because of you know circumstances you know um the world changes a bit as well doesn't it you know government mm. change of course funding changes so, you know, that's what happened there. Um, and then we had some personal things, you know. I said, our mum's not with us anymore, our dad. So you get you get things in life, you know, so things change for a while. But um, And then you tend to regroup, and that's what we've done at the moment. And it's, um, it, we're just having so much fun with it because we, we love working together anyway. We've always done that as a family. So um, it's great fun again. So we're just going to carry on for as long as we can with it and hopefully inspire not only children, but families as well along the way to get out there and garden. Yeah, keeping it green, Gary, as Charlie or <laughs> yeah, as the superhero says in the uh, program, keeping it green, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's fantastic, okay. and uh, what we do is we put uh, all the links to your YouTube channel and Instagram and and all that sort of stuff on the on the show notes. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. No, thank you, Alan. It's been great talking to you, and we appreciate it. And, um, yep, maybe we'll pop down with Gary the Gardener and see your nursery one day. You never know. Definitely. Brilliant. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. All right, Alan, all the best. Thanks. Keep Bye. it green. Thank you for joining us on the Plants and Me podcast. We'll be back soon. If you can't get enough of all things plant-related, pop over to plants-uk.co.uk. And if you enjoy our podcast... Don't forget to subscribe and rate us.